4G Shaw does not endorse violence or sad endings to seasons. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello there, yeah, lovely bunch. Welcome back to 4G Shaw. It's your number one demigod here. Sitting with me is... Yeah, it's me, Colin. It's me, Egg. And it's me, Matt. Right, before we get into this episode, I have one thing to say. What? I need toilet roll or tissues. Oh, oh, don't say coronavirus is coming back. No, no, no. Why no. toilet roll? You shouldn't be using toilet roll for this, what you're describing. <laughs> well, I don't need a poop. It's an emotional roller coaster. Build a bridge, get over it. It's an emotional poop. Because, because it's the final episode of oh, season wow. one, guys. Oh, no. We shall be back. We're like a cockroach. You know, you can't get rid of us that easy. <laughs> We're like cockroaches and share. We're going to come back. We'll survive the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Season 78. Yeah. 4G Shaw. Egg, that is the final episode for season two. Ah! Wait, share? No. Apocalypse? Apocalypse! Oh! That's what we decided on. (laughs) Sweet. My favourite subject. Should we mention to our audience the, the slight inconvenience that was us attempting this before? Yeah, oh, so basically... Colin fucked up. I, myself, Colin, <laughs> done my recording and may have or may not have brought my audacity that I'm using and the recording broke. So we're recording this again. Um, so hopefully it goes better because a couple of the guys have actually used a couple of the things we're talking about. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was lying. I was lying. All right, well, one you of them. You little liar. I'm not about to go on an event after I've bonged myself up and going to a public place for the first time in Why my life. Why not? Right, so, so for today's topic, as you can tell, it's actually drugs and alcohol related. And now you've just heard Egg confess that he's stoned. <laughs> and he lied about it. Literally did it. He'd Lied about being the stone. I want to be. It was a lied confession. Uh, even oh. though I, even though I had difficulty saying the word confession right now, I promise I'm high. I'm just having a fashion disaster at the moment. You promise you're high. <laughs> no, we know. Yeah. I was just, just promised he's high. We'll keep that in for the bloopers. He's actually yes. promised he's high. Well, as far as everyone knows, I am not drunk. I'm not tipsy. I've had a few glasses of mixtures. No. But he sounds like he's on one today, the way that he's going. I am, but I'm a bitch in general, it's fine. His comebacks are a bit more bitchy than normal. (laughs) Yeah, but that's just me, you know, I'm I'm a bitch anyway. He only needs a tipple and then he's raring to go. Ready to take the world. The the, the way that I would like to actually uh, do this episode is um, we do half and half. Yes, I think it'd be easier. Uh, We talk Mm. half about uh, the drug side of things and half about the alcohol side of things. Are you guys okay with this? Well, I am. Of course. Right, well, I would like to kick it off with the youngest one in the group here, Egg. What are your experiences? Why am I getting deja vu? It's like we've done this before. Yes, we did this yesterday, but because with the recording yesterday, you didn't really have much. So I thought we'd get yours out of the way first Mm. and then have ours because we seem to take our stories forever. You're the the good boy of the group. As it it turns out, I'm... I'm, I defy the gay expectations, which is like, we're peppy and we're live and we always want to go up. So it's like, oh yeah, I'll do a little bit of cocaine and some meth, especially if we're white. Me, not the case. I, I've done very little in comparison to you guys. So what does that say about me then? Because I, I like the cocaine. 
<laughs> um, that means you you abide by the stereotypes. I'm sorry. No, about. I'm definitely not uh, stereotypical gay. I'm not even like that. Ain't happening. Harsh in no, some ways, darling. No, in some no. ways. Now, now, boys, handbags are weird. Ten pieces apart. No. I mean, like the men, but I don't. I am definitely not a stereotypical gay. You like men? Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Did you not know? What? So come on then, Egg. What has your experiences been towards drugs? Speak your truth. My experience has only been with the alcohol. Alcohol, which I got drunk off of for the first time when I was twenty two years ago. Not twenty two years ago. When <laughs> at the age of twenty, oh, <laughs> I was out the womb with a shot of uh, I was going to say rosé. You don't get rosé in shots. <laughs> that just shows you how much alcohol experience I've had. It was um, I, I've only done the dubis, the the, the cannabis, and <laughs> uh, the alcohol um, oh, quite late on in life. I mean, you guys start off at a reasonable. A couple of you guys had alcohol and got drunk at a reasonable age, I'd say, uh, for the first time. But for me, it was like way later on, and I did it on wine. Mm. Um, on a wine Tuesday, I think it was back then in second year. It was a wino. Can't stand the stuff. I knew for a fact I'd hate it, but I think I think with wine and probably beer, I'll grow to love them later Okay, on. so Egg, no. the important question here is, did you get your glass in between your two finger- fingers, shake it around... Swill it in your mouth and spit it out. What? What is that? That's proper wine tasting. I was just about to say, it's just explained wine tasting. Oh, yeah, but it sounded so weird the way you spoke about it. (laughs) It was the same, it was that you went, did you put your two fingers in and swirl it around? I was like, I don't remember this round in Ring of Fire. Yeah, I'm like, Put what? the glass between your two fingers, give it a little swirl. That's kind of friggin' weird, my guy. No, you usually hold it, and then you go in a circle motion, and then it does it that way. Yeah, but that's like the low life. You're not fingering the wine. <laughs> Please don't finger the wine. That's the low life backstreet type of way of drinking it, isn't it? Straight out the bottle down the neck. <laughs> oh, that's me all over. Then you get the posh way, like... That's just how you drink. Holding your glass properly, and you're spinning it around, you're giving it a little sniff and you know it's like you like you like you're making love to it giving a little swill so, now so for, for the way that this is turning around are we actually covering the alcohol section first i think we are oh no that's fine that's fine that was now. egg's fault he started the the, the oh. conversation about drink first but that's fine because i've got so much to say about alcohol i was the right piss head back in the day i'm just saying it's alphabetical a then d you know wise, i've never really really been a big drink and you might know this story already you know deja vu coming back around again but the <laughs> listeners don't <laughs> so basically my only experience with drink is before matt goes off on a big rant is <laughs> when i was why me <laughs> when i was back in i would have been about 18 something like that i can't remember the age exactly but i was having a drink with me cousin and me brother and i was big on weed at that time as well so i was smoking smoking green at the time and they brought vodka oh vodka Love it. I hate the stuff, honestly. After this night, I couldn't drink it again. The taste is disgusting. <laughs> but my cousin had this great idea to play golf. So me being half gone with cannabis, I was like, what's golf? And he was like, right, so what we'll do is we'll pour a shot out in each glass. And each person takes a shot of it. I think it was about 18 or 19 holes. And the closest person to that is the winner, basically. If you stop before that, another person goes higher, you win. Brilliant. I'll play that. So here he is, he's pouring his shots out, we're getting them down. I got up to about 11 holes and the person I was playing against, which was my cousin's friend, he got up to about 10, so I had one because I'm a determined little shit. 
Now what had happened is I sat back on the bed and I picked up the joint to have a smoke of it and I lit it. And as I lit it, took a breath in and went down. It was like everyone had been hit hit, hit on the slow-mo button and it just went... <laughs> and I got this buzz going on. The only <laughs> way you can describe that feeling though is if anybody's actually seen the movie Over the Head. Oh, I love that film. Oh, yes. With that, is it a squirrel? Yeah, that is. Oh, what's his oh, name again? Um Steve, no, that's the hedge's name. No, that, the hedge. <laughs> that actually, when he when he has uh, when he has sugar, all I remember from that scene is, but I like the cookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's his name? When he has sugar, he, he just goes hyperactive and everything slows down. Hammy, Hammy. Sorry. <gasps> you're right. You're right. So <laughs> much. Yes. <laughs> oh, what? Off the film now? <laughs> right. To me, it was a surreal, scary experience because I'd never felt this whole slow mo type of situation. I was vomiting by the end of the night. Um, and bearing in mind, we started drinking at six. I was like in this state by 7 p.m. that night. And it, so, in a matter of hour, I was lying downstairs because I was living at my nana's most of the night with me nana in the sitting room and me nana like pure disgust you know was like she couldn't believe I was that drunk that quick it was a sorry nana you know having to put up with you like that oh god she's put up with worse I know we've got probably the sober so you know yeah she's put up with worse (laughs) bless I don't know how she still likes us (laughs) sorry nobody likes me but any experiences yourself then egg you know like like getting drunk or like you know any like juicy stories that you got that want to to add to this i mean there's uh there's drunk stories versus juicy stories my drunk stories are fairly limited i i feel like i don't really i always feel very much like in control not necessarily like in in control of all of my my movements necessarily while I'm drunk, but I I always feel present. I'm always there. I've never gone blackout, no matter how far I've gone. Even though I've like vomed a couple of times in my previous experiences, I'm always very much just like in my own mind, and I remember things quite clearly. Mm. Um, details uh, sometimes uh, miss out, like some juicy convos that I've heard, and it's like I should remember this, and then I don't. Um, I think we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's worse when you are the juicy convo. <laughs> I will say that you okay. So as as you guys might know, um, I, I do a little bit of drag from time to time. Mm-hmm. And back before I was really able to do it myself, had all my gal friends do my makeup for me. So it was like mm, years of experience behind uh, some of these ensembles. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I I mean back even before the me- uh, the mentioning of what I'm about to say, I, I would still go to the boys' toilets and just people would freak out and. Even more than usual, um, <laughs> saying you, you're the wrong, you're in the right place, and I'm like, look at my Adam's apple, leave me be, <laughs> and uh, and look at my free willy, if need be. <laughs> Egg, the best look, way is while to I'm just, while standing just up. wave it around, just wave it around, you know. Do you know the <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Does it look like I'm in the wrong place, boys? No. <laughs> Just because your jealous Nothing mind's bigger than yours. <laughs> now you just... Uh, it, now... Sometimes. Because everyone has whiskey dick, so it's like, oh, oh dear. What the fuck's I've... a whiskey dick? It's when you like have loads of alcohol and then you can't get it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you, 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 your pee-pee sort of like inverts had, on itself. It I've had a few of those. <laughs> it oh, no. 
Um, but it also just like causes gentle shrinkage, kind of like if you are outdoors, that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's not a good time. I will say, however, that during a Halloween where I dressed as Velma, mm, hell, oh no, people might be able to track me down from that one. Uh, <laughs> I went, I went to the boys' toilets, and I, I was a little bit... I was I was gently gone, okay? I'll tell you that much. And there was just a guy there, and he was saying a lot... He was, he was kind of saying, um, Hey, you're looking, uh, you're, looking, you're looking pretty pretty over there. I'm like, you know, I'm uh, not actually a girl. He was like, oh, that's chill. <laughs> and then we went over to the sink, so we had a smooch. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, in the boys' toilets. And that day I became uh, Staffordshire Trash. Um, so Staffordshire yeah. trash. I've never heard that <laughs> saying before in my life. I, I was just going to say, I've never heard that. That's right. I was just trash in general. Yeah, uh, the term or the story? The term. <laughs> the term. The term. <laughs> Obviously, I've never heard that story before, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn around and say it's not unusual for that to happen, you know. It's not unusual for you to smooch a guy while dressed as Velma. So uh, it's all right. I've done worse when I'm drunk, especially uh, with other men. So yeah, Matt, come on, because you 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 claim mm. that you were right pisshead, and you you've oh, had I a was. few now, you know. So well, we used to drink like seven a.m. every morning. There was me and two other gays. We used to be called the, everyone in the the supported house and knew us, and they knew who we were. Mm. They was like, "Yep, yeah, they're awake. They're getting on it," and we would just constantly drink all the time. As I said in the previous episode of one of the people that I was with, I mentioned he had been an alcoholic since age of thirteen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was the the main bitch, so he was Regina George basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was the the gossip one. I can't remember what her name is, and then the other one was the dumb one. So you know, but we used to wake up in the morning, seven o'clock, get on the cider, keep drinking all day puking over the balconies oh god he was a cider writer yeah but it was that um oh, what's the blue bottle what is it called again frosty jacks that's it frosty jacks we used to drink that. i was just about to say it was either frosty jacks pulse or freaking white lightning do you know what it is or frosty jacks has to be an alcoholic best friend oh yeah i mean if you see someone who is who has a alcoholism problem you can guarantee they've got a bottle of frosty jacks stored yeah, we we used to go for it loads. Frosty Jacks is one of the three alcoholic drinks. The second is yeah. uh, White Lightning. No, 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 no. It's um, either Lambrini or Bella Brusco. I was going to say Bella. <laughs> well, down here I think it's like White Lightning. Ah, mate, I'm walking around with me bottle of Bella. Like, Demon, start with me, like, or I'll smash you with a bottle, even though I can only see one of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So yeah, we we used to drink like the bottle. You remember the big the bottles are quite thick, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Wait, depends. Was it like a three-liter bottle? Yeah, we used to go through about three or four of those a day, oh. and I'd be over the balcony puking my guts up, and I'd still carry on. Lightweight. I'd be back there drinking, and I'd be carrying on until I was white girl wasted. That's how I class it. Do you know what it is, Matt? <laughs> I've I've got to say, I'd give anyone a pat on the back who can go physically get that drunk, vomit the ring up, and then go straight back and drink again. Oh yeah, because I would do it loads. Like, we, we just kept on and on and on. We went for days and then obviously we got kicked out. But then when we moved on, we all lived in the same house and it was just constant parties. We even got drunk one night and did a Ouija board. Ooh, callback. Nice. And apparently this was the night that my f- my friend got possessed, apparently. One of the gays, he got possessed. And... He should have been laying off them spirits. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. But honestly, I fell down the stairs once after a bottle of wine. It was so strong. 
they found me at the bottom of the stairs and I just carried on drinking after. Are you sure it was wine and not like whiskey or vodka? No, it was definitely <laughs> wine. And then the craziest story, I think, how old was I? Probably about 17, maybe mm. 18, when I lived on, in a shared house, my first ever one. I uh, I was drinking, what's that, that stuff called? Um, Aftershock? That's it, Aftershock, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how you knew that, that was weird. <laughs> I was going to say, so many but, of them. Yeah, we went through them in this shed house and someone spiked it with vodka. No word of a lie, the next day I woke up in the bath with the shower on while I had a full bath with my crew over me with sick all over the wall and all over the floor. And my mum walked oh. in, she's like, oh. Oh my God. It's like, great. Disgusting. So yeah. <laughs> Most of, but I do like a drink, you know? I still drink to this day. Did you clean it up though? Uh, I, I don't remember it was a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> you like a drink to this day but I'm assuming the older you're getting the, the less crazy you are with yeah it. well I am like the past since Covid's happened I've uh, calmed down a lot since since that's happened but before then I was still drinking quite a lot to the point where I would happily pass out on the floor anywhere didn't care where it was and I'd just pass out and go sleep wake me up when I'm sober <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm all good See, I, Wake me up. I still remember, I mean, during the time I have had a couple of experiences other than that one, one way I've been absolutely mole. <laughs> and I was at my friend Ragnar's, actually. Um, I was sitting with me other friend, the baldy one, and me <laughs> now partner. <laughs> and we're having a drink, a really good drink. I think you were ill that night and you lay down. Because I know I had a couple of drinks. No, I, I don't know. I know which one you're talking about. I had just been to talking therapy and I hadn't told anybody about it. Oh yeah, I knew some it was. Some it wasn't right. You were upset or or you weren't happy because you'd come in and say, "Can I have a couple?" And we say, "Well, join when you went. No, my head's not right." So you went back and you lay down and had a couple. But I remember getting mortal and I was forced physically forced to stay over that why were you forced to physically stay over though Colin <laughs> tell the story properly I was going to walk throw him under the bus <laughs> I was going to walk home for 40 minutes bearing in mind no you weren't going to walk home you were going to drive home I wasn't going to drive home I know exactly what I was saying your partner had to take your had to take your car keys off you and put your trainers in the shower so you couldn't go anywhere <laughs> What she did is she turned around and says, you're not driving home. I went, I'm not driving home, I'm walking home. And she looked at us and went, you can't walk on the best of times. You're not going to be able to walk home now. So it was like, I can walk home, I can walk home. So what she done is she went upstairs and told them to I was going to drive home. And they took my keys, they took my shoes, were put in the shower and everything. I was chucked on the chair. Poor rags. Ah, my heart breaks for him to today because I was a nightmare for at least a good two hours trying to go to sleep. You you were a nightmare. You and your partner would not shut up. Oh, we went on. I even <laughs> turned around and says the rags because he had some ferrets at the time which were scratching at his cage. And I turned around and I says, rags. He went, what? I went, shut your ferrets up. He went, I kind of shut them up. I went, right, I'm going to punch your heads in. Then <laughs> he, he lay there and he went, Colin, just go to sleep. <laughs> it was like, okay, Rugs. <laughs> well, here's the plot twist for you, right? Is because at the time, his partner was my partner. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Plot twist. <laughs> Sharon's caring, you know. But have any of you got in a fight due to alcohol? Well, no, but I did did that next I have <laughs> I did the next morning uh, wake up and I was like wobbly went to the toilet noticed my shoes were in the shower and I thought fuck is I'm going home so I went out got in the car 
and drove home. When I was halfway home, I sat there and I thought, how the fuck on? I can't see straight. <laughs> <laughs> and I physically had to pull over. <sighs> and it was like, I'm not driving. I left the car where it was and I walked home from there. Um, but when I woke up, I originally felt fine. And it was like, oh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go. And then, like I say, I got so far down and it was like, nah, I'm still not right yeah so i had to walk home in the end that was a hell of a night and day so i walked home from a night out once with my best friend and then uh some guys started on me so he headbutted mm. me this is after i've had my nose broken twice <laughs> already <laughs> due to drink mm. so then he headbutts me and then he starts calling me a homosexual names you know like gay mm. queer stuff like that mm. yeah so yeah. me being drunk I thought I'd just grab him by the throat and squeeze. Well, it'd be fair, mate. If he's calling your names like that, you deserved everything you got. Oh, yeah, I beat him up outside a, yeah. uh, outside a homeless shelter. They've they seen it all. Like, don't start with me. Like, Damn right, you know. I'm not really painting myself a great picture here, am I? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, you're not, no. Do you know what I would love to say? And I don't condone violence, yeah. But I also don't condone homophobia. I would love to say someone who's done that to a person made them feel shit and then the gay person brays the hell out of them stands there takes a picture and posts it on social media all over his like page and everything turns around and say how does it feel to be beat up by a gay well I grabbed him by the throat and squeezed till he um, I wanted to do it till he stopped breathing to be honest with you but then I just head put him yeah and then everyone's seen inside that my, my nose was pissing out of blood because it's been obviously been broken twice already it's like well the thing is it gets weaker after you've broke it once or twice yeah. doesn't it you know each time it gets weaker. But they even seen it and they was like, yeah, he deserved it. Good. Oh, damn right. Do you know what it is? So, still to this day, I have never actually had my nose broken. Touch wood. Mine's had, it's been no. done three times no, now. No, no, you're bad. I mean, I've had pint glasses thrown at my face. I've had uh, keys like used as weapons against the side of my skull. You know, I've had rolling pins across the back of my head. High heels, everything you can think of. It's... But not one person has actually broken my nose. You know, it's it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's just me, you know. I've had close calls, but never had a broken nose. Egg, what about you? You ever broke that pretty nose of yours? No, it's, uh, it's remained perfectly in place my entire lifetime. Uh, hey, Egg, do you really think I'm a, no- I'm a nice gay? I'm a typical gay person. <laughs> <laughs> we already know that you're a... No, because you, you fit into the mean gay archetype. We've been you about this, Matthew. Sorry, oh, I said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just did the full name shuffle. I think I did it. We're all kind of getting the the feeling that you're a lovely guy to talk to, you're a lovely guy to know, but you you can you've got a really mean streak. Oh yeah, you know. Don't fuck with me. In a few episodes, we've kind of learned a few things about you, and as much as we love you, you're a scary bitch. Yeah, but after being bullied like for your life, you want to you want to do that change, don't you? Oh, There's a lot of yeah, anger. Of course, there is anger management. There was also that time I was drunk and I slept with one of my friend's boyfriends at the time. She deserved it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, she scarred my face. I was like, fuck you, I'm going to sleep with your boyfriend. So I did. Scar your face, you scar her for life. Yeah, exactly. She won't, She <laughs> didn't stay with him long, so it's all good. <clears throat> Bitch shouldn't fuck with me. Well, I'm guessing she wouldn't nope. know. <laughs> she was at her mum's barbecue, and I thought, I'm going to sleep with your boyfriend. Fuck so you. So I did. And I enjoyed every single moment. Do you know what? <laughs> Honestly, Matt, you're, you're a ter- terrible person. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> but I really don't care, you know. As long as you enjoy your life oh, and yeah. you are who you are and you're true to yourself, that's all that matters. Yeah, of course I will. I don't care about any other's opinion. You know, you have an opinion on me, that's fine. But keep it to yourself. No, damn right. Damn right. Because this person don't damn care. Right. 
<laughs> exactly. Just no, because he, he sits on a nighttime crying, eating his feelings. Exactly. <laughs> I like to eat my feelings. <laughs> Podcast listeners, just don't take advice from Matt. No, I'm actually a really nice person in general. Just don't piss me off, basically. You know. Right. So, is that everyone covered? Drink. Mm, well. Well, Rag hasn't had his say yet. Yeah, Raj, you really haven't said much about it. Now I know that's because of me. You liked a good drink. Rags is the big finale. I like. I used to like bad drinking. You know, um, at first it was a, a way of getting away from everything. You know, I had a, I had a bad childhood, as obviously uh, Colin and Matt might know, yes. but Egg doesn't. You know, so I had an abusive uh, stepmother growing up. And she was an alcoholic herself. My dad finally got a divorce from her. Moved in with another. Uh, moved in with another. Uh, another woman. My brother got all the attention from her and her daughter. Dad became like cut off from like my dad basically. Turns out years later, after sitting thinking about everything, um, my dad was actually using this as a psychology uh, project. It sounds harsh saying that, and I do apologise, Dad, yeah. if you are actually listening. I was going to say, but at, at the end of the day, lis- listening back to it and like re- like thinking things through, it kind of was a, a, a project, basically. Like, how do you respond to that? You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I started drinking at the age of twelve. I had a paper round. Uh, I used to steal drink from the shop, have it, and like obviously go around getting drunk. So that's why I took forever doing the whole paper round. You know what was meant to be fifteen minutes was like nearly an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the news had changed by you the know. time they got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, I, like I said in the pre the previous recording, I had uh, been promoted in the shop as like obviously assistant floor manager. You know, like helping out stacking shelves and stuff like that finishing work at around about like half 10 11 o'clock coming home having tea getting a bath doing your homework and all that and then i would I sneak out of the house at around about one two o'clock in the morning and then go drink with my mates again and then come back and then wake up and do the whole thing all over again mm-hmm. and i think that's i got put into care when around about 13 14 after that that's where alcohol started becoming an issue now, don't get us wrong, at first, it was an escape. It numbed all the feelings, it numbed everything I had been through, it helped me sleep in this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. But, I've also had some good times with it. I mean, yes, going out drinking with your mates is always a good laugh, you know what I mean? But there's this one point that I remember. It's going to download. Now, everybody knows Download Festival? Nope. I do, but there'll be people that don't. You don't know Download Festival. You know, for those that are out there that know Download Festival, right? So I was playing um, Truth or Dare at the bar with my mates, and it was the next guy that came to the bar, sat down, you had to turn and kiss him, right? And obviously it was me. Needless to say, I had no idea that the guy that I smacked the lips on, right, was the drummer from Kill Switch Engage. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> what? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I, Kill Switch Engage was a, um, a metal band. Oh. And did he use your head as one of his drums? <laughs> no, he just laughed it off after I bought him a drink, said sorry about that, it was a game of truth of the desert. Right, okay, fair enough. Holy crap. And then left. You did mention <laughs> that you used to drink because it would make you feel numb, but from previous experience of people I know who's drank a lot to feel numb 
the alcohol's more of a, a depressant than an antidepressant. Oh yeah, I've cried many times on alcohol. Mm. It's not a lie. It has its ups and downs. Like it can make you feel, in the same way that other depressants make you feel numb, but like giggly and happy, like what cannabis does. It's your mood. So if you're in a depressed mood when you drink, you're likely to go further down into that mood. Oh yeah. Where if you're happy when you drink, you're likely to go higher. Uh... See, with my uh, with my mental health state, my my mental health issues. My emotions don't work the same way as like your, your your normal person would, you know. So like if somebody had actually passed away, you know what I mean? It, it would be all emotional and cry and stuff like that. Why it's for me, it doesn't actually affect me. It might do, but I mean, I know that so like I've had family members pass, like you know, and I have actually been uh, like emotional about it, but in a different way. I lash out. Yeah, but that's grief, and you know, it, it, it's a more of an aggression yeah but everyone grieves differently don't yeah, they yeah grief is a total different thing for each person mm. I don't let my grief out or let my emotions get the better of me until I've actually bottled it up for like a, num- like a, a really long time yeah but that's why it's you know that's why it's unhealthy to bottle up your feelings because it will blow like a volcano basically eventually mine's gonna be one day trust me oh my god Matt if I ever see something on the news about a massive murder out murder murdering I'm going to sit and think of you straight away and be like, God, I hope it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you want to listen now for a volcano going off in the middle of where he lives. There's a 7.8 oh, magnitude yeah. just happened down in there. No, I'm going to cause the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to fuck <laughs> shit up. <laughs> but because I drank so much alcohol, it did actually mask my emotions quite well. I mean, I was able to hide my emotions like really, really well. But when I actually became friends with uh, Colin, for some reason, my emotions just sort of like like yeah. showed through a little bit. Aww. And everything that Colin did, like just joking on. I mean, looking back on it, some of it was actually Colin being an, a, a, like a twat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But other times it was just Colin wanting to have a laugh and, you know. But we both came to it as like looking back at it and thinking, yeah, you know, we should have should have seen that happening mm-hmm. because I let everything affect us back then. The thing is, it's as I said to Rag, I've helped him, but he's helped me in many ways. You know, um, I've suffered with mental illness myself, and I've told you this loads, Rags, is that there's loads of times I've sat there and thought if I hadn't been through Rags, I would have been in the worst position. You know, because it's that someone to talk to who isn't direct family, but still along the lines of family. You know. Um, and mm. it's the same with him I mean I went through a period which I always feel awful for where I would tell him just to oh get out it you know and it, Rags will know when I'm talking about and it, he used to talk about his feelings and bearing in mind he had come off drink at this time and he was starting to drink again quite regularly but not as hard as mm. what he's talked about and I would just say get over it man go on a game be happy get over it yeah but sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind well you do but the problem yeah. was what I reali- didn't realise was my way of dealing with it isn't Rag's way of dealing with it and by telling him that it wasn't going to help him it was actually going to make him feel worse that he had no one to talk to so I had to come round to the terms that Rags needed someone there to talk to when he needed it so I think it was just I think with me and Rags it was helping each other 
because uh, they made us both see uh, see uh, mm-hmm. our ways on a different yeah. way, wasn't it? It's like, oh, wait, you know, Colin's like, going through a rough patch. I'll listen to what he's going through, but it's not very often he hear that he's going through a rough patch. And when we can sit there and have conversations about anything and everything, you know, I mean, we can make up random mm-hmm. shit about like forgetting, like much. going to space and all that. But we will have times of sitting down and just having a normal like heart to heart, basically. And honestly, guys, that's the most weirdest surreal moment you'll ever feel in that room because it like becomes all tense. And it's like, whoa, have I just walked in on an argument here? Yeah. I do that <laughs> when I've had, like, too much to drink. That's when shit gets deep. Yeah. And gets real. When I've had a drink, that's when I'll talk. But now we've touched on drugs. Eh, drugs. Alcohol. Drink, drink. How about we touch on the drug side of things? Because I know, again, oh. it's a few of us who's tried them yeah. and done them and... Matt <laughs> See, I, ne- I never really had an issue with drugs oh, I, I mean yeah I, I used to get uh, stoned and I used to get high all the time and the drugs that I mainly did at the time was cannabis or what What did uh, Egg call it before? Cannabubis or something <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Cannabubis Yes uh, Holly Cannabubis uh, But um, like obviously I did cannabis And I did uh, speed And I did try um, LSD <clears throat> At one point And oh my god That stuff was horrible LSD <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I mean horrible, right. it was like the fact that I went through a rough. Wait, it wasn't really rough. It was just a really stupid trip. Now everybody yeah. knows EastEnders. Mm. Oh yeah, everybody knows the famous yeah. Pat Butcher. Yeah. Mm. Right now, try imagining Pat Butcher on every single Pringle you had in your own tub. Oh my God, I would say that's a bad trip, mate. It was a bad trip. I was sat in the garden after taking this LSD because they'd figured out that like it was dissolvable paper. Yeah. Okay. And I had taken it and I sat in the front garden. It was a lovely day, you know. Obviously, the day started going down and the night time started kicking in. And I'm just chilling on the deck chair in the garden with a couple of beers and obviously starting to get high. And I opened this pot of Pringles. And for some reason, when I opened that pot of the Pringles, all I heard was, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the EastEnders theme tune started kicking Someone's in. Someone's probably been watching it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it turns out it was my partner at the time was actually watching it. Yeah. She just had the door open. And every Pringle I had had Pat Butcher's face on it talking yeah. to us. Well, I do want to say while we go through this um, that please, anyone listening, we don't condone the use of drugs. We are giving your experiences and please learn from that. You know, the, the not mm-hmm. great things to be doing. Um, yeah, don't listen yeah, to me. Certainly, take please. no notice and don't <laughs> think for one moment we're saying drugs are great because they're not. They're, they're life destroyers. And and if you are doing drugs or planning on doing drugs, do it in a safe environment. At least don't be stupid and reckless about it, you know. We're, we're, yes, we can't stop people from taking drugs, but if you are doing it, just do it in a safe uh, safe environment and don't be don't be an idiot because it can it, it can potentially wreck your life. But to be to be fair, there's no safe environment to take a drug. You're going to everybody's body will react different to a drug regardless of who they are. Well, so, when I mean a safe environment, I mean actually being in with like a company of somebody that if something does go wrong, they can help. Yeah, you. I understand what you're saying. You know what I, I mean? They, what they can saying, respond and take you the to The thing it. is, so I say someone took ecstasy, uh, the friends are having a great time, but then another person takes ecstasy, takes a bad trip, before the help even gets there, they could die, you know. So it's definitely, there is no safe area for it, you know, unless you're sitting in the middle of A&D, <laughs> you know. The safer 
safer places to do it. There's no safe, but there is safer. My advice would be never to do it. But everybody, everybody knew what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to be the awkward one. Mm. It's kind of like saying don't have sex, but... <laughs> Wear a condom, guys. <laughs> uh, so... If possible, take drugs legally. Do not uh, abuse doctor's medication because that yeah. that is the stuff that can like get you worse oh, than yeah, kind of quote unquote standard drugs. Definitely. Well. But anyway, back to the drug side. Mm. I think we've covered the box there. Yeah, we're covered it. We're, we're, oh. The beans. So <laughs> it's very nice. Anyone like took yeah, anything like mushrooms, like mo- No. Like Ragnar. Have you taken any mushrooms at LSD? Uh, I've taken mushrooms and I've ta- I've taken I've had poppy seed tea before. I wanted to try shrooms, but I always think that I'll have a bad trip because I'm mm. so depressed in life, you know. Personally, <laughs> yeah, there is a slight risk of that, but pretty much all the research has shown out of all of the drugs it's like as safe if, if not safer than cannabis I mean I, I'm, I'm going to tell a story I don't even mean mom or none or anyone knows three hours later oh. and I don't want to turn around and say it. I do apologise yeah. <laughs> it is mind bending stuff it, it can change you but I used to have a friend called Dennis he was a brilliant friend the menace but he used to take a lot of drugs and I was always told, don't take the drugs he's taken. But one day we're walking across the field after a good game of football and he had mushrooms on him. So what he'd done was he, he'd give us one of these mushrooms and he says, just have it. It'll not hurt you. You'll see funny things. And I was like, aha, yeah, that's great. So I did. I took it and I started having a good time. But it turned into a really bad time by the end of it. I thought I was getting chased by shadows. I thought I was haunted, going to be possessed. I could hear things talking was that weren't even there. That was just me in the corner. Oh, honestly, I freaked the hell out. I mean, I never, ever, ever wanted to take anything like that again because it was like, no way. <laughs> no way I'm going through that again. <laughs> did, did you Did you have the same experience as that, uh, that movie, Shrooms? Oh, dude. Where I... you're standing there looking at the cow when you says to the cow, he says, am I dead? And the cow replies back. Oh, that film was just fuck. weird. The thing is... <laughs> I love that film. It's weird. And I, w- I wish I had like talking cows and sheep to us. I would have loved that. <laughs> but I didn't. I had invisible people turning around and saying, Your head's going to fall off. Your legs are going to fall off. Your hands are going to fall off. And I'm sitting there and Dennis is laughing his head off at us because I'm going, I don't want me to lose my hands on my legs. Leave my hands and legs alone. I cannot walk anyway. Please don't take them. <laughs> so. It wasn't until the next day I found out how stupid I was being, you know. But I learnt quite, quite sharply. Oh. And it wasn't that as well, going to bed that night. There were so many colours. So many colours. I'm surprised I even fell asleep. Even with eyes closed, mm. you'd think it would just go black. I really want to try it. You know, well... <laughs> you need to be in a good kind of mind state yeah. to do it. If your mind is in a bad place, you're going to have a bad trip. This is why I've not done it, because I know deep down, you know, the depression is still there. And all the thoughts of like my yeah. past and shit is always will be there. It's like it's, it's saying that it's saying that the deep down the depression still. Uh, to be honest, depression doesn't really actually go. So from what I know of this stuff, you know, me brother's done quite a bit of it. You know, um, and now like I've talked to me brother about it, and he his very words were: "If you sit there and take it and think I'm going to have a bad trip, you're going to have a bad trip." If you're sitting there and take it and you're like, right, I'm going to relax, I'm going to enjoy what comes, you know, I'm going to be nice and calm, you're likely to have a good trip. That's not scientific evidence, by the way, that's just 
his version on how he keeps himself calm with it. I'd probably die on it, to be honest. Mm, I don't... I, I, do you know, I've, I don't think I've heard of anyone dying on it. I mean, I probably have. Well, you but... watch Shrooms. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> that just goes to the next level. They all die. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's going to be me. That girl is going to be mm. me in Shrooms. That is definitely... <laughs> if I do Shrooms, that is definitely me. That's Wasn't that a crazy oh, ending, yeah. though? I mean, it blew my mind seeing that. I was well, high. yeah, she killed them all. I was high watching that film as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, but that's good. <laughs> but that, that is me. She is, she she is, is me. High. Yeah, she and is I am going to be murdering everything if I, if I do Shrooms. So let's stay away. <laughs> stay away, Matt. Stay away. Mushrooms apparently makes you, it apparently makes you feel quite light. It's one of those that like, makes you feel okay during, it can make you feel good during. I want to feel light. I'll just jump out of a window. Th- but then like, you also feel a nice gentle warmth and a buzz and appreciation for life like uh, three days following, so I've heard. Don't get us wrong. It was nice to start with, but when it goes bad, uh, it goes bad. Uh, like, say, I suffer with anxiety, so if I have a massive panic attack, I'll do everything I can to control it. In this situation, uh, because you're intoxicated, you can't control it. You try, mm. and you think, I need to stop this. It's it's the drug, it's the drug, but your mind is so convinced that you've got demons following you, or demons talking you, or something's going to whip off with your feet. You kind of stop your body from this fight-or-flight situation. You know, I suppose if I'd been in a good place in my head, because like rags I had a shit shit childhood so if I'd been in a good place it probably would have been as you described Egg very lethargic and sitting there contemplating life and getting these ideas I mean I've heard some some scientists have come up with some theories while they've been high you know on these things or it's opened the mind more when they've been on these mm. things you know it's crazy or like all the drugs I'm not going to go into depth you know about Oh, there's too many. There's too many. Yeah, for me there is. I did a lot. From what I'm uh, looking at, yeah, there's not really anything stating any like deaths or like calculations from actually like dying from taking mushrooms. No, I'll be the first. I'm telling you, I'm gonna murder everyone. <laughs> and I'm gonna kill myself. But no, no. So, uh, uh, me and me and my death demon here are just looking, and there, there doesn't seem to be anything here. I mean, yes, there's one or two obviously people going wrong and the problems with taking mushrooms uh, overall science is it can cause anxiety and panic attacks mm-hmm. what got then? Vomit and, uh, vomiting and diarrhea can cause agitation paranormia, uh, paranormia? paranoia psychosis seizures and coma see I, I don't think you really you would die from it unless you were allergic to fungus or yeah that's true but also this is interesting as well if you overdose after taking like mushrooms, like typically it's o- it only lasts in your system for about uh, six to eight hours. Yeah, it feels a lot longer when you're bad tripping anyway. But okay, so that's still a long while. Half of a waking day. The uh, the effect it, like overdosing on there right would take about six to eight hours, but the side effects would still affect you for several several well, days. Well, the thing is, I, I you know the death on it and things like that. I think it would only become dangerous if you had a weak heart and you had that bad of a panic attack. Your heart gave up, and that would be down to having a malfunction with your your heart rather than actually the drug but the drug would have helped it um lsd though you talk about that compared to mushrooms lsd can stay in your stay part of you for years it can stay in your psyche mm. for years literally yeah because with lsd as far as i'm kind of aware it's it's almost like 
putting your brain back into a state of like neuro neural generacy and um kind of like generating new axons in ways that are kind of similar to when you are when you're a baby you start seeing your kind of like fabric of reality kind of breaking down and if that gets down to like your automatic neural systems I don't know. I'd like to. I'd like to maintain my ability to breathe. Yeah, so it so it can take an effect on the brain. I'm, I don't mean like you're going to be high for the rest of your life, but it certainly does something yeah. and affects the brain to a profound degree, where it changes your for well life, basically. Mm. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, reports of having drugs that uh, uh, that are sold as mushrooms uh, turned out to be uh, store-bought mushrooms laced with LSD and PCP Ooh. or other substances. There was an eleven-year study uh, looking at eight hundred and eighty-six samples that were supposedly. Uh, I don't know what this word is. It's. Uh, Psilocybin. Psilocybin, right. And only 28% of those samples were actually magic mushrooms. 35% were other drugs, mostly LSD and PCP. Mm. That's crazy, isn't it? I mean, that brings another point about drugs is when you're taking them, you you simply don't know what the drug is. You don't know what to be mixed with or anything. Yeah, what well, one of my friends got um got high on cannabis. I wasn't there at the party, even though it does sound rather iconic. Kind of glad because I probably would have partaken of it. But it's it by the sounds of it, like they snuck some salvia into the mix. Mm. And if you have salvia, it's ah, for, for the most part, it feels like you kind of feel the weight of eternity on you. Right. And it feels like you just experience lifetimes worth of time before you finally like get to your senses, and it's you find out it's been like oh three hours. For me, taking salvia, it was disgusting mm. to start with, <laughs> <laughs> but it reminded us of taking poppers, but on a longer, a longer high. Oh my god, rags! You've you've done it. You've crossed the bridge and. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'll take. Do you know what it is? I used to take poppers all the time to actually make my, because I just wanted like my head to explode, and that's what it felt like it was doing. Yeah, it gives you an headache. That's why. Can't stand them. You know, I don't know why. It was just that. It was just that rush. They give me a banging headache. Do you know? Do you know one of the big things when I was growing up was actually glue and aerosols. Oh yeah, when I lived uh, when I lived in supported housing, there's a few people that were doing them. Mm. And do you, do you know? I used to pick up a glue stick and I, I must have only been seven and I used to look and think so if I sniff this I'm going to get high mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a Pritt stick it was not yeah, toxic pretty much <laughs> I could have eaten the thing and been irate you know but oh. eh, God, just a bit gluey glue but it wasn't just uh, glue and aerosols it was uh, nail varnish oh, nail varnish remover and uh, do you know is it gas that actually mm. filled oh, yeah. up your lighters people were getting high on that as well yeah, they would go to some extremes. I have a story to tell you about this, actually. Okay. <laughs> I, I was in care, and there was this lad there. Off his, he was always off his tits. He's always getting high. And I turned around and told him one day, I says, look, I says, stop getting high. Because he wanted off the stuff. He just couldn't. He just didn't have the willpower to do it. Mm-hmm. And I turned around and to him, I says, get off it, right? Stop taking it and just get over it. He's like, right, okay, I will, I will, right? And I says, the next time you think about taking any, like any gas, because he was on gas, which was, it's not lighter fluid there, now, mm. now is it? Uh, no. No, lighter. It was like in the yellow, a yellow uh, tin, um, which 
Uh, might have been, but it's like, obviously it was gas for lighters. Right, and I turn on Cesar and says, "The next time I see you with a bottle, I says I'm going to set you on fire." <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, right? I'm I'm not happy that I did it, but it stopped him from doing it. This one time he was taking it, right? And I'm not kidding you. I took my lighter and I lit it. And I'm not kidding you. That's the fastest I've seen somebody turn. <laughs> right. Do you, I, I am going to have to look through the rules and regulations around Spotify and uh, Apple iPlay and mm. Google Play here because <laughs> that is sadistic. <laughs> Sounds fun. Well. <laughs> Still to this day and now, this guy will never touch gas or go anywhere near gas anymore. I Understandably, you, anyone would. I mean, that is just crazy. I mean, to. to that would sound funny. I mean, I still see him every now. Wait, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I used to see him all the time. And he turned and he would always thank us for actually getting him off that. He says it was a stupid way of doing it, <sighs> and he laugh about it. He says, but I oh. says he went. I would never go back to it after right. that. If you if you're listening to this, never, ever, ever set anyone alight with a lighter. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. No, 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 definitely not. But I'm definitely going to hell. Just letting everyone know. <laughs> it was part. It was part of my time when I was in care. You know, I didn't like the care system. I was in and out, getting into fights all the time. I did everything as possible to like. So you burned someone's basically hair. be seen. Hmm. You know, it stopped him from doing it. He wanted off the stuff. It stopped him from doing it, but I will I honestly don't. <laughs> I don't think that was the intention. Don't, don't actually. No, don't do, do it. it you know what I mean? Don't know, harm others. Look don't. at me. No, 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 no. Don't even say that. It doesn't work. <laughs> the reality <laughs> is, it could have went seriously, seriously wrong. And yeah, of course. The the end of the day, that that man, that child could have lost his life. He could have been scarred for life. And there's so many wrong things that could happen because of that and it should never ever be done yeah at oh. any level you might think you're helping a person by doing that god knows what would possess you <laughs> in, in my mind i felt like i was actually helping him but looking back at it now and seeing what i did i felt absolutely horrible and sometimes it does make me sick to think about mm. it you know well i think we've all got them well maybe not egg but we've all got them periods of our life where we look back the incident in my life and we're like where you nearly killed someone oh my god oh yeah I mean you gotta remember you've got three messed up people here you know we've all suffered mental health speak for yourself I'm amazing I'm telling telling (laughs) you what what I've heard from you what I've heard from you but we've all got them periods in my life where we'll look back and we'll cringe and think what the hell did I do that for you know yeah um, yeah but I I didn't nearly kill someone Barbara I think that on the daily but but you've had a privileged upbringing. <laughs> exactly. A little bit. With your silver spoon. But- mm, with my silver spoon when I <laughs> when I was born in a third world country. Yes. <laughs> do, do you not do you not think it's interesting though? You know, I mean, there's me, Matt, and Colin here sitting here. We're, we're like we've all had rough childhoods and that, and then now you've got egg that's like it doesn't seem to have. I mean, you might have had a, like a, a, some form of like. I was going to say we can't judge what Egg's childhood is because we don't know. Exactly. I mean, you seem like to be like a very private kind of guy. You know what I mean? So it, we only go off what you tell us. Yeah. You know, you seem like you've had like a quite a, a hunky dory uh, childhood or like an upbringing kind of thing. It's quite interesting. A lot of it is also kind of just like I'm a bit of an oversharer, but there are just some things I don't share. <laughs> Maybe I should learn that. You know. 
maybe things that I just don't think about anymore because they were just like it was just too much of a rough time that I don't want to get into it. Yeah, of course. We all have them. I, I, I understand. I understand. See, mine plays on my mind. Like all, all the bad shit plays on my mind. Constantly. I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's the thing, because, and and this is what is great about this podcast. And I'm going to big up the podcast is we've got three, four different people here who have came from different backgrounds, who had different lifestyles, and who look at life differently. And we will share and we will talk, whether we agree or disagree, we will listen to each other, and that's what makes it great. Because you get, we've got loads of different experiences coming from this, and that's what's so good about it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And thank you for listening to Four G Shore, everyone. <laughs> that felt like such a, I felt like such a perfect wrap up. Oh my did, goodness, yeah. <laughs> it did. I know I should, that should have been done at the end. Rags, you can steal it if you want. Well, we do appreciate it anyway. We do appreciate everyone listening. We do, yeah. Oh, it's been an absolute joy. Well, yeah. I mean, is there anything else that we need to cover with the drugs and alcohol? Um, I could say a few things, but I can I can leave that out. For oh, this. we're going to re come back to drugs and alcohol. I mean, no. Oh, we may as well. well. I don't know. Do a season three. We can dibble dabble back into it at the beginning of season two. I mean. Looking at like how things have gone through season one, and looking at like the topics that we've done, I think we might be coming back to some of those topics. Mm, You know, because it seems like some of you viewers out there like more topics over others. But they hate me. I mean, for instance, (laughs) for the for for instance, look at uh, the hits on the paranormal one. We didn't expect that. That that was the first episode. You will be there on the next paranormal one, though, Matt. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I mean it's it's interesting seeing stuff like that. I mean we'll probably will come back to some of these topics later on down the line, won't we? Yeah, I don't think we should do it for season two or three. I think we should No, we'll do, we'll look at it for season three. No I mean unless the viewers themselves uh, sorry, the listeners themselves want to hear more about that, then by all means they comment and uh, follow her on the socials. Uh, uh, on our socials yeah we've got a twitter account we have instagram we have facebook we're just setting up a discord we're going to have a website oh yes 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 i'm setting up a discord discord will be up we'll have a website for season two which will have all our lovely mugs on there so you can see the people that are speaking oh god it will it will also have uh, the discord which will actually be set up for season two as well are you sure i can't just Take a picture of an actual egg no. and then just like have that. No, no I'm egg. sure no we one's can't. going to listen to this and think egg is a dick. What if I draw a likeness? You're a lovely it. person. Yeah. We've enjoyed talking to you. It's been a great season. We've had one or two seasons where it's getting well, a little rough. Uh, episode, sorry, where it's getting a little rough. And we've had ups and downs. But you know, that's what makes it so great. Yeah, I think I need to calm down, you know, with my life, I yeah. think, you know. I think you need to stop dreaming of killing people. <laughs> the start of season two, wait, the first episode for season two, I believe, Colin, you sent that to me for yes, the, first the first of June. Yes, the first of June, if I've got that right. <sighs> season God. two, although we're recording a little earlier. <laughs> don't, you don't need to tell them that. <laughs> Yeah, they get the recording and they're editing out of the way, but the first episode will be uh, be live on the 1st of June. Yes, it will. Um, also, uh, Colin, do you want to mention about uh, the, the bloopers ep- episode? Yeah, so we've got a rollback on season one. We're going to be discussing between each other, firstly, how 4J Show came about, the struggle we went through mm. to get it together, and what ups and downs <laughs> during that. And you, Then we're going to have some clips and highlights of 
what's happened during the season with responses from the person and the rest of the hosts. And Ooh. season two, we're hoping to have a bit of a different format. Instead of disclosures, every time you'll get a sneak peek at what we're going to be having during that episode. Mm. And uh, by the 27th of May, we'll have a trailer for season two, which will let you hear a few of the snippets from there. Beautiful. Right. I, I think I'm back on it though. The bloopers I think are going to be yeah, quite interesting because oh, I am so not looking forward to that. Uh, some of the editing that me and uh, Colin we were listening to last time had us laughing. Ragnar's over tomorrow and Friday and possibly Saturday. Possibly, yeah. And we're going to listen to every episode, bearing in mind that's 10 hours worth of episodes. Good luck. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So we're going to listen through them and we're going to pick out at least four snippets of each each person. Ragnar's going to choose mine because it'll be unfair if I choose mine. The The reality is, is we've heard a couple of moments, which I'm not going to mention that Egg has kind of made with really laugh. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> One of them moments is it, it's priceless. Like, it, it, honestly, it's priceless. And what? Matt has definitely got a few like, oh. what moments? <laughs> oh god I'm so not looking forward to that bit let's absolutely go <laughs> and we may have a, another guest if it works out the way we, we plan to work out we'll have another couple of guests one will be a female and the other one will be our previous guest Ryu in season 2 oh my god yes oh. alright do we want to wrap it up well I think uh, guys we've actually covered everything unless there's something we missed Oh, yeah. uh, is everyone still recording on Audacity? Yes. <laughs> We're not going to have errors today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Colin, is, you, is, is your recording still going there, Colin? Is it? It's still going. I've got no error warnings. This will not need to be recorded again. <laughs> would, uh, would you like to say what like what your hour is? Oh, don't, I've got a knock on wood. My hour is one hour, one minute, 39, well, 40 seconds now. Yep, same. Right. Chill. <laughs> Just <laughs> check in, you know. <sighs> right, it, it's been a pleasure Always. sitting here with you guys. Um, also, thank you to the uh, to the listeners for sitting uh, putting up with our season one. <laughs> we will be back with season two. And this is goodbye from 4G Shaw. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Surf's up, my guys. Oh, Bye. Bye.